Yeah, gang, thanks so much for vibing and rocking with me today. I'm keeping it late today, y'all. It's just, you know, it's the last day of Black History Month. I'm going to go watch me some Black History films. I'm going to go do my Black History thing. You know what I mean? I, I feel like I got to pick up the slack for some other people out here. Now, I'm lying. I just enjoy history and these things. I've actually been watching some really dope stuff, man. Whew, it's been it's been what a mind blowing eye opening experience and um yeah you know I'm just gonna go enjoy the rest of my Sunday man I hope you guys have a great rest of the day enjoy yourselves his ghetto point of view at gmail.com his ghetto point of view at gmail.com h i s g h e t t o his ghetto point of view at gmail.com also catch me on Instagram hit me up hit me up hit me up. Love you guys so much. I hope you guys had a great Black History Month. Those of you who celebrate, those of you who don't, it's cool. You know, if you had to do a little Martin Luther King report for school, you know what I'm saying? You, you know what I mean? They need you to do something on SNCC or the Freedom Riders or Harriet Tubman or Rosa Parks. Or, you know what I mean? Or if you decided to do something on the Black Panthers. <laughs> Not the Black Panthers, but the Black Panthers. I still rock with you. I still love you, man. But, you know, we all got to understand black, white, purple puerto rican and asian finances is the key like if you don't have finances you don't have resources you don't have capital you don't have labor resources to pull from you don't have capital resources to pull from you don't have wealth to pull from it's gonna be hard to do anything in this world for yourself for your fam for the community for anybody i mean just in general and i'm not saying i'm i'm not born with a silver spoon in my mouth and i'm sure most people in this world aren't either but that doesn't change the fact that we give our time, our talent, and our energy sometimes to the wrong people. And if we just thought about that and took control and hold of the things we can do and the things we can control, we'd probably be surprised at how powerful and how amazing we truly are. The energy and the power is always with the people. When you get enough people together, you can galvanize and do something amazing, do something powerful, do something wonderful, do something that'll blow you away, do something you never thought you could, because you're much more powerful than you ever thought. As they said in Coach Carter, we are powerful beyond measure. Our biggest fear is not that we can't do it. Our biggest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. Just think about that. That's really what our biggest fears be. Not that we failures. We used to that. We comfortable being failures. Our biggest fears is being successful, doing amazing, doing good, actually getting the things we say we want out of life. That's really most people's biggest fear because then you're accountable. And most people don't really want to be held to account. That's too much pressure. It's your boy Phantom Fuego. Please make sure to like, share, subscribe to the show. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Wednesdays and Sundays is when we get to it. Like it's nothing to it. You know how we do it. Much love from everywhere, from everyone. If you have any products or services you'd like to put in front of our audience, his ghetto point of view at gmail.com. Make sure if you haven't done so already to check back all the amazing episodes we have with all the great guests from Shauna J of Atlantic Records and BET fame to my dude Big Dre, who hip hop artist Big Dre out of Bronx NYC, who just came through to a minister from the Nation of Islam and also hip-hop artist Ashir Muhammad. Um, I mean, I've had so much, such an, a diverse array of guests. Uh, actor from movies such as Superbad, uh, O'Henny o- Cornelius, uh, actor, comedian, Laz Rivero, Christiana Jackson. Um, I mean, the list goes on and on. Commander Flame, a.k.a. C. Flame, uh, Jess Blaze, uh, who has 
you know her own thing uh indie indie radio indie source magazine and also her radio station um her and her her partner in life and partner in crime Blunentech, uh dj with his own print line and you know they definitely do the bike thing I've, I've had such an amazing amazing group of people come through and it's only getting better with time and it's only getting better Crimdella, crimson aka mandela Eski. i mean it's, it's just been so dope man the vibe has been so real um yeah i just i love it so much i really i really appreciate the the time that people take to give and dedicate to the show and i really appreciate all of the uh back the black excellence i've been able to put on showcase the latino excellence i've been able to put on showcase the brown excellence i've been able to put on showcase the Puerto rican and asian excellence i've been able to put on showcase and you know it's all a part of the big family the big pot left Y'all enjoy the rest of the day, man. It's your boy Phantom Fuego. I'm getting out of here. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, to tell a friend to tell a friend. And please, please, please donate as much as you can, every time you can. Support independent media. PayPal.me forward slash Phantom Fuego. P-H-A-N-T-M-P-H-U-E-G-O. That's P-H-A-N-T-M-P-H-U-E-G-O. And on Venmo, it's Phantom Dash Fuego dash four two phantom dash fuego dash 42 love you guys peace <laughs> what's going on gang it's your boy phantom fuego p-h-a-n-t-m-p-h-u-e-g-o and um yeah i initially came on here with a whole set of concepts that i was going to talk about today but i think i'm gonna to have to revamp that a little bit guys this is his ghetto point of view where we bring you the news views previews and reviews but just a twist of his ghetto point of view ooh, 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 ooh. yeah man um hope everybody's having a good week first and foremost you know i really do i really hope everybody is having a good time and you enjoying yourselves and you getting out there and getting to it but um yeah, I'm I'm really just disgusted with certain people because people really, I don't understand people sometimes and they play these games like they are educated when in reality they might be very educated, but they might just be running game on you. Like, what? How it's the last day of Black History Month. This has been a very interesting Black History Month, man. I gotta be honest. I I really have a love and hate relationship with Black History Month because one, I don't feel that we should need the designation of a Black History Month, but at the same time, I can understand and appreciate why it's there because the other eleven months of the year, most people do not take the initiative to study Black History. The reason that the month is in place is because people will not take the initiative to study black history otherwise. And people go around acting like they really know black history. And most people will never question whether they actually know black history or not. If you yell and scream and act like 
You've read some books. People will act like you must know what you're talking about. You could have absolutely no idea what you're talking about, but it's okay. It's absolutely okay. You guys think that, you know, there was no... All right, let me let me tell you why I'm on this rant today, y'all. Because the longest short of it is, you know, some people apparently... Like, some people think that, like, yo, this is just some regular shish. And, um... Some people are under the impression that you can have a revolution. Some people think you can you can do anything. You can get what you want out of life without an economic base. And what do I mean by this? What you talking about, an economic base, Chad? What? What you talking about? All right, so the long and short of it is, right, there's been a big debate going on all Black History Month. Because it's been coinciding with so many other things that have been happening in the world. This Black History Month has been one unlike any other. This Black History Month, you've had all of the stuff going on. You have literally protests, riots, civil unrest going on at the same time that you have people, you know, being attacked, being being robbed, being brutalized, people out here poor and impoverished. We still dealing with a pandemic situ- situation. And all of those things require finances. It requires finances to make it through a pandemic. Just to buy the PPEs they want you to have. They want you to wear gloves all the time. Now, some places you got to wear two, two gloves. Some places also want you to have some gloves, you know. Some places I went to the hospital a couple couple weeks back and they made me wear like these damn near like you ever see like hair bonnets that you put on to take a shower or whatever shower caps. They gave me those for my feet, y'all. Like I was throwing in there to deliver a baby. Like I know they have those, they put them head to toe on you when you go in an area with the baby because they don't want the babies to, you know, get any germs or whatever. But they did that to me when I went to go get a procedure just in a facility because that's where they're doing particular procedures at. And that was just their, um, I guess, COVID response, their COVID protocols. And so I'm like, wow, this is, this is very interesting. So you got to pay for all this extra stuff. You got to, you know, you might have to address your, your work. Your work schedule was completely adjusted. If you worked in any type of service industry, whether you was face to face with people whether you was a delivery person, if you worked in sales, face-to-face sales, if you worked in concessions, if you worked at arenas, if you worked at literally every place was drastically affected where you, if you had work hours that dealt around the hours they scheduled you were around how many people that they expected needed to be serviced in a particular day or week. Your hours was affected. Your hours was affected. Now, you may be a salary employee. You be like, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? I just got to sit home more time. I mean, that's cool for as long as they keep you. 
if you ain't at no union gig, you know, good luck with keeping something like that going. If you're not also working remotely, you know, they just got to pay you out all this time to sit home. How long you think that company's even going to be able to last doing that? But um, I digress, man, because some people are a little crazy. But anyway, so you got all these people on my social media platforms asking questions about can you can you have a resistance can you have freedom without capitalism can you can you do these things without finances and it's like no no you cannot um and people be like oh well you don't really need money to do anything you don't need money to do anything well, what can you do without money? And why do you feel you can accomplish those things without money? Like, I don't think people really delve into the history of how finance has played a role. Like, I don't think people understand how these things go. I don't think people understand how these things go. Like, I really I really don't think people understand how these things go at all. People just run their mouths sometimes. And they just say stupid stuff. Like, I don't. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't really get it. And then, you know what be making, what really bothers me is sometimes people will put themselves in the roles of educators or leaders of the youth. And while their job is to lead the youth, they lead the youth telling the youth that what, what arguably may be not the best thing. And, you know, to each his own, to each his own, you got your, you've been hired. To lead those people, hey, lead them on what you're obviously going to lead them on whatever path the people pay who pay you are okay with them going. And that's the game that we playing, that we acting like we don't realize. You got a lot of people who get paid to be teachers, get paid to be lecturers, professors, whatever. But unless they're at particular universities or particular schools where freedom of thought is really, really respected, like liberal freedom of thought meaning i can say whatever the heck i want to these children in the time frame that they're in my class and you will do absolutely nothing about it you have plenty of universities that do allow for that to a degree but the lower grades get much more strict and locked into particular schools of thought and i can understand that to a degree because you know they're young you know, so they're trying to mold their minds. But then on the flip side of that is they're young and they're trying to mold their minds. They're trying to fix them to think a particular way. And anyone that would have them think outside of that way is a danger to what they're trying to do. Is a danger to what they're trying to set up. Is a danger to what they're trying to organize. Anyone who would try to lead them in any way outside of that is an absolute danger to what they're trying to organize you are a danger you are a threat you are a problem and they will make sure you're a dangerous problem ass don't stay <laughs> giving messages 
to the youth because they can't have that. They can't have that if if it's not a society that's truly liberal. Let's just be honest, you know, let's just be honest. So you got these people that line themselves up in these educator or intellectual roles, and that's cool. God bless them. But then it just, you know, it just makes me be like, damn, like you really can get it over here and say whatever you want to people. And if no one questions you, then you're just good. And most of the people that question these quote unquote intellectuals never take the time to do any intellectual discourse. What do I mean by that? They don't question them on the merits of what they're saying. They just start getting into their emotions and their feelings or their ideals. And none of that is going to, none of that will generally win in those conversations. And here's why. Because anybody can feel some way. Anybody can have a thought. Anybody can have an opinion. But if you can't back that up with some tangible statements, then it's like, okay, that's cool. I'm glad you feel that way. But now what? What's next? And like you have people who in this entire Black History Month have made it their business to down and denigrate and twist the history of amazing individuals. Twist, twist the history. You got people that think it really does not cost a dime to fund a revolution. You got people who think it don't cost one penny to fund a movement. So how do they expect those things to get done? How do they expect these things to happen? Like if the Black Panthers, the Black Panthers wanted to feed the kids in the morning. So they personally didn't have the funding. So they had to go around and receive food and funding from other individuals. Had to take the time and effort to put that together with the little bit of resources they could get to get the kids plates Bowls, trays, have soap to wash the dishes, juice, milk. These things cost money. They were the first people to do the school crossing guard program. It costs money to have somebody be out there with a whistle and a stop sign. These things cost money to purchase a neon vest so that they can clearly see you. Like, why do people think these things are free to do the Birmingham boycotts? That cost that city $13 million. Do you think if that thing didn't cost the city a dollar, they would have cared if black people ever took the bus again? Do you think they would have cared if that thing ever took... The only things people who are trying to be oppressive to you respect are the consolidating of power and resources out of their hands. When you have a bunch of people stand together and say, we are not going to take this, we ain't going for this, then they act like they care. Then they act like they paying attention. Then they want to listen. It ain't until you start saying you're going to boycott, you're going to end, you're going to tear down, you're going to go away from, you're not going to continue to engage in, you're going to stop buying, you're going to stop participating, you're going to stop going to in mass droves, that people listen the same way it costs money to defend yourself it costs money for ammunition it costs money for security it costs money to be prepared it costs money to get on a bus the freedom riders 
It costs money for those buses. It costs money. It costs money. Everything costs money. It costs gas money to take a bus to a Washington protest. It costs a ticket to get on the bus. You got to be able to feed yourself while you out there. Or if it's a group funded event, the group has to be able to feed the multitude while they're out there. So could a broke group facilitate a, a, a hundred thousand to a million people going to march on Washington? You can't have a boycott. You can't go march on Washington for free. Like, you cannot go march anywhere for free. You can't fight oppression for free. You can't get the lawyers. You can't get the advisors. You can't get the strategists. You can't get the, the media outlets to pay attention if it is not well done, well organized, and that takes capital. That takes finances. You don't have to be rich, but the people will have to decide whether it's something they want to help fund. We always funding these churches in the community that don't do a goddamn thing. Don't do one goddamn thing, lift a goddamn finger. We fund everything in the hood and they don't do nothing for nobody. How many businesses in your local community during this COVID crisis gave back free food? Free clothes. Any laundromats in your community allowed you to wash your clothes for free? Any barbershops gave out free haircuts? Hair salons gave out free hairdos? Nail salons gave out free manicures and pedicures? Did the bodega give kids free meals in the morning? Knowing that the kids, when they was going to school, come there with their $3 every goddamn morning? But now that the parents is out of work, did they give the kids a free bacon, egg, and cheese in the morning just so they could be all right? A few did. Here and there, scattered throughout the whole 50 states of the country. A couple did. A couple places around the world did. But as a collective, was that love returned? And your community, if it was, let me know. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. I saw like one or two stories of amazing stores that did for people like Desus and Merro. Shout to Desus and Merro. You know, your jokes, your jokes is 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 is, is some si silly sometimes. But you know, I really love the show. I love the energy. I love the vibe. Y'all brother just be there smiling, having a good time, doing positive things. You know, I got y'all own political views, and that's y'all thing. But God bless y'all. But outside of the political stuff, you know, y'all are funny, showing a good vibe. So, Desus and Merro. I think it was in conjunction with Chase, gave this bodega dude like $30,000 because he was behind on some stuff. But he had been taking care of their community throughout the pandemic. You know, people couldn't come. People couldn't pay. He taking care of them. He making sure people got the food they need. Taking it out of his own pocket if he have to. To make sure that this business can stay up and running in the community because it serves and gives back to the community is a beautiful thing. But how many businesses are there like that? Why do we continue to fund places that won't fund us when the time comes? And why do we fear funding ourselves?
Anytime black people start to be like, yo, we going to get money together and this and that, you see newspapers start talking about, oh, these susus is a scam. Everybody was on the susus at the beginning of the year last year. 2019, 2020, everybody was on the susus. Fuck it. We getting money together. We going to build up. We going to build our own. Oh, be careful. These susus is a scam. And for those that don't know what a susu is, it's like a, you know, it comes from, you know, it's an old thing where, you know, the community would get together. It's kind of like a community pot. Everybody participates, puts money in the community pot, and everybody get a turn to get money out the community pot when it stay turn. Everybody get a chance to get money out the community pot when it stay time. When it stay moment, when it stay season, if you will, they pick the dates. You know, it might be close to a birthday, it might be close to a wedding, it might be close to a vacation time. You might have a... Some type of plans coming up. You need money for school or, or for your house or for a car, whatever. You put your turn in and you get your turns out. And, you know, they hope you keep reinvesting so the turns could just keep getting larger and larger. And as it expands, more people can, you know, get in. What is the difference between that and a bank? The mafia do it. And I'm not saying mafia people don't go to jail. What I am saying is this is a joke. This is a joke. Why do we play these games? We act like you can really finance things without finance. <laughs> what can you finance without finance? What can you pay for without payment? This is ridiculous, y'all. We know better than this. We're more educated than this. We know everything in our life cost. And if you are not paying for something, you need to have the finances on you to take care of yourself while you are engaged in something. If you go to decide to go march on Washington, you need to get there. You need to have money to eat. You need to have money to get back. You might need a hotel room if you're there for two or three days. Come on. Come on. Money for your clothes. Incidentals in case anything happens. You might keep a credit emergency credit card on you. Like, why are we playing like we don't understand the importance of finance as grown folks? I'm cool when I see little kids make these kind of comments. But when I see grown folks, leaders of other people make these type of statements. It really makes me look and be like, wow. We just really don't care. We just really, really, really. Don't care. And as long as the few of us is getting a little bit of money to tell the rest of us a bunch of lies. Anytime the one of us, other ones who's not getting the bread steps up and says, you know, that doesn't make sense. I'd love to talk with you about that. Oh, you just you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. Then five, six years later, when the same problems roll back around because things roll in a cycle. Come on now. Things roll in cycles. Ten years later when the same problems come. Everybody like, oh my God. What are we supposed to do? Now now we want to have calls for reparations. Now we want to have conversations about taking care of people, about social equity, you know, about is the system of capitalism good for black people? I think the system of capitalism is great for black folks. I don't think black folks have en masse ever tried to participate or engage in capitalism since the times of like, uh, I, I hate to say it, since the times of like Elijah Muhammad or before then Marcus Garvey, Booker T. Washington. 
Amos Wilson wrote The Miseducation of the Negro. I, th I, I think we have really gotten away from understanding the importance of having a separate economic base to be able to pull on, to be able to send people to school, to be able to just defend ourselves, defend our community, to be able to know that in the case of an emergency, we can take care of ourselves. If the power go out, if the lights go down, if the grid is off, to just know we can take care of ourselves. That in and of itself is a blessing. And that in and of itself is something worth fighting for. But we seem to have so much trust in outsiders from our communities, but never enough for ourselves. And I understand it's never going to be perfect and it's never going to be a day to me where every single person will be on the same exact accord and lock and step. Nah, there's going to have to be compromises made. You're going to have to sign treaties and do agreements. And those things are going to have to be revisited as time passes to make sure everybody's on their P's and Q's. You know, different leaders will have to meet and bring those messages back to their groups. So that the leaders can be on the same page and the groups can be on the same page with one another and they can all operate how they like to operate. But when it comes time to do for the collective, they do for the collective. You know what I'm saying? It don't have to be this homogenous thing where everybody does and feels the same ways, but there needs to be some collective responsibility. There needs to be some collective responsibility. There needs to be some collective work, because if there's not, then all we're going to do is keep pedaling our feet, crying, moaning, groaning, and setting the next generation up for failure. Setting the next generation up for failure. How many more generations will we watch be set up for failure? Before we ready to get mad. How many more generations must toll and break their back. And maybe a couple of them make it through. But then the rest don't. Before we be ready to change our perspective. Or change the narrative. Right now today. We got kids returning to schools. Where they don't have the computers. That's going to be running the world in the next few years. They're not learning coding. They're not learning UX or AI. They're not learning machinery. They're not putting their hands on things and building things. And then you have other schools in the same countries, in the same states, in the same cities, in the same boroughs, in the same towns, in the same communities that are the exact opposite, generally privately funded. You have homeschool initiatives where a bunch of people will get together and have their kids schooled in a remote location by a few teachers. And those kids will be getting the world class education. So what's so what's the difference? Huh? How come some people realize finance is necessary to fund the life you want to live and other people feel like you could just get it from other people with your hands out? Why is it that some people understand you got to put skin in the game and other people feel like, ah, we should just get it because we want it. We should just get it because it feel good. We should just get it because we feel we deserve it. Hmm? What's up with that, y'all? Like, seriously, what is up with that, y'all? This is his ghetto point of view. Bring you the news, views, previews, and reviews with just a twist of his ghetto point of view. We're going to dig deep into this topic, gang, because I really need to understand what's going on, my people. It's the last day of Black History Month. Let's really have a conversation, guys. 
his ghetto point of view at gmail.com h-i-s-g-h-e-t-t-o-p-o-i-n-t his ghetto point of view o-f-v-i-e-w h-i-s-g-h-e-t-t-o h-i-s-g-h-e-t-t-o p-o-i-n-t his ghetto point of o-f view v-i-e-w his ghetto point of view at gmail.com you can also catch me on instagram facebook twitter let me know what y'all really think of this man because this is crazy i don't i just don't get it take a quick break gang we'll be right back shit <laughs> yeah, we back, man. We back. So yeah, we just really gonna take a, a serious look at this today, cause his ghetto point of view at gmail.com. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. If you feel like I'm bugging in any way at all, just tell me, because I really don't understand how people make these comments. So I was just just a few seconds ago privileged to jump into a chat conversation and the head of the chat conversation was making a lot of points about how um we should be looking into communism there are other systems besides capitalism that can help black people and <clears throat> all these comments about oh you don't think that people made money in communism no I'm, I'm well aware people made money in communism i'm well aware people made money in the Norway, you know, other other countries. Um, what is the population of black people in those countries? Oh, why are you even, why are you saying that, Trav? You trying to make it sound racist? Are you saying that, Phantom Fuego? Because I think that we need to really have a fair conversation. A lot of these other countries don't have the same levels of diversity in the people in the communities so i would argue a lot of these other countries are more willing to do things that a country with this much diversity this much separate agendas this much different initiatives would be willing to do i don't understand what people are talking about what people think when they say, hey, um, why would you uh, not question or condemn capitalism? I'm all for condemning the greed that comes around, comes with a, a very serious corporate culture. But did capitalism create the corporate culture we have in America? Or did having government intervention? create this in America that's all I'm trying to say man Did and people brought up the example while we was talking of Walmart oh Walmart makes all this money but Walmart don't do nothing for the hood Walmart is the Wallace family I believe or the Walton family the Walton family are evil individuals i agree they don't do nothing for the hood but we not talking about the walton or the wallace i don't forgive me if i'm getting y'all name wrong but i could honestly to be his ghetto point of view i could care less 
what your name is properly or not. Um, what I what I would like you to do though is just have a moment to think, like, why? Why would like? Come on, man. Like, let's 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 just think, like. Sometimes we really don't be thinking like Like just just really think like you can't You can't fund things without funding Like I don't understand this this world that we talk about that you can do things for free 99 but then we go around complaining that we're broke all the time and we need stimulus packages. Which is it? Is it that they're broke all the time and they need stimulus packages because of the unfair things in society or is it that people can fund their lives for free 99? Because if people can't fund their lives for free 99, Let's stop the bullshit. So then the next kind of part of it comes to, oh, well, we don't get none of the money when these companies make money and don't treat us good. So why would we continue to work for these companies? Why? Just just why? Are we so afraid to trust in one another and, and build and develop amongst ourselves that we feel that we can't, we just can't do it? Like, why would we continue to work for companies that treat us like crap? Why? Why wouldn't we just stop giving them our manpower and our labor? They're still going to get government subsidies. They're still going to be up and running. Why you got to work there? And I'm not saying that to say, oh, people ain't never had to. I never had to take trash at a job. I've had jobs. Where people treated me all type of horrible ways. I've had to clean up all type of despicable things. I've had to do the worst. You know what I'm saying? Like jobs where, like, I would never recommend those type of gigs for other people. But then I've had other jobs that were freaking awesome. Learned a lot. Got to network. Got to meet people. It was real dope. Um, which which would I prefer? I mean, I'd obviously prefer. And never have to be treated that way as most people would but then okay cool so what are you willing to do to put yourself in a position where people can't treat you but can't treat you like that you know some people will go to school and make sure they have all the all the degrees they need some people will make sure they have all the certificates and can continue to learn new things so they're so valuable in the marketplace that the marketplace has to give them the respect that they deserve. They can go in and demand things. But some people just put themselves at the mercy of certain companies. And then they say, well, the company is so mean. Well, then why work there? Why not just go someplace else? I need my job. No, you need a job. 
or you need to run a business. You might not need the job you have. But I'm so used to being here. And I think a lot of times that really do be the kicker. I think quite often we get so accustomed to how we're treated in particular places or particular ways about particular people that, you know, it gets into that slavery shit. Like, what you mean you want to be free? What's better than being here? Boss is nice to us and, you know, he feed us on Friday. And he whip us on Saturday and he clothes us on Sunday. What is better? What could we find better than being here? What could be more fun than being around myself? And I don't even just mean that from a racial connotation. I mean that anyway. If you got a shitty boss of your job of any race. And you allow that. Then you don't think very highly of yourself. You should always be looking for the next opportunity. You should always be putting in. Trying to see what's going on out there. You should always be ready to make a move. And shake and go. And get to the next spot. That, that should be you and some people be like oh you know i want to work at this job for like 30 40 years i get that 401k uh, uh." there's very few things that your job can do for you investing wise that you can't just do for yourself with your own money you can start an ira a roth ira you can start your own type of 401k you could get you know what i mean all type of investments and stuff and investment properties investment assets you know you can create asset portfolios you could hire somebody to work the portfolio for you if you don't know how to work it yourself you can take all type of classes and courses you know when you have some time off i mean it there there are workarounds for these things where you don't have to be beholden to someone else and can still you live your life on your own terms you know what i'm saying like uh i'll take it to the to the to the story of muhammad ali muhammad ali's photographer he never wanted to be on the he never wanted to be a company man. He never wanted to be on the payroll. He freelance. He liked the freelance. Freelance, he could charge what he wanted to charge. He got the money for his work. He worked for himself. He charged his own rates. Wasn't no, oh, hey, you take the company insurance. So you do. He was comfortable being his own boss. Being his own man. Doing things for himself. And as such, he was treated with a level of respect that other people did not get. Not from Muhammad Ali, because Muhammad Ali treated everybody like fam. He loved them all. All of the business people around treated the people who were employees versus the freelancers completely different. The freelancers, they were contracted and contracted businesses with their own business and their business got paid that company got paid versus you get your money when i say you get paid when i say you get paid what i say and if i don't like what you're doing i'll remove you versus freelance yeah it's harder to find work sometimes but if you're great at what you do and you are the guy or you are that girl you keep yourself ahead of the game. You keep yourself in the forefront of your industry. Whether you freelance or you work for people consistently, you'll have work. 
And if you are the type to have the passion and the drive and consistently the discipline to push yourself, working for yourself is probably the better route. Being free is probably the better route. And yeah, you might find a job that pay you 100000 a year, but working for yourself, you might make seventy five. But is your freedom not worth $25,000? You got to ask yourself, how much is your freedom worth? How much of that money you going to have after taxes? <clears throat> what, 18, 17? How much of it do you really actually get to spend on yourself doing something you love that it would make it worth it to go get that extra few dollars? Just think about it, y'all. It's, it's never worth it. It's never worth it. It is never worth it. We're going to take a quick break. This is your boy Phantom Fuego. This is his ghetto point of view. Bringing you the news, views, previews, and reviews. With a twisted jazz, his ghetto point of view. Ooh, 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 ooh. Look at that. Shit. <laughs> 